And for the reading of His Word, let us please open our Bibles to Acts chapter 19, verses 1 to 11. Again, it's Acts chapter 19, verses 1 to 11. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road to the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? John baptism, they replied. Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hand on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. And they spoke in tongues and prophesied. There were about twelve men in all. Paul entered the synagogue and spoke boldly, therefore three months arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly maligned the way. So Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussion daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. This went on for two years, so that all the Jews and Greeks who live in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. Praise be the name of the Lord for the reading of His word. Salamat praise and worship team for leading us in our worship uh, songs and singing this morning. And of course, salamat CJ for reading the Word of God. Good morning sa ating lahat. Kumusta kayo? Uh, how's everything? How's everybody? How's your life? How was your week? Kumusta ba? I hope that uh, everything was in order and lahat ay masaya no? sa nakaraang linggo at mas masaya pa sa hinaharap nating bagong linggo. Amen? Alright, so, uh, teka lang, batiin mo yung katabi mo. Good morning, kapatid. Okay. Eh, para kayong mga very stiff, nakagano'n lang kayo, para ayaw nyo lumingon sa mga katabi ninyo. Okay? Alright, so, um, noong nakarang Sunday, um, we were told and we have uh, learned that Paul dumating sa Ephesus kasama si Aquila at si Priscilla, di ba? Uh, yun yung after na nanggaling sila sa Corinth and then nagpunta si Paul sa Syria. And uh, pagdating niya sa Ephesus, actually, uh, it seems that the people there, yung mga Hudyo doon, yung mga Jews, they were hungry for the words of God kasi nirequest nila si Paul to stay with them longer. No? Nirequest nila si Paul, Paul, could you just stay with us longer? Pero nag-decline si Paul at ang sabi niya, God willing, I will come back. Okay, so yun yung um, title ng message natin last Sunday, If God Wills, no? The Will of God. Okay? And so, after that, Paul sailed from Ephesus at nakarating sa Caesarea. 
And then he made a quick side trip papunta doon sa Jerusalem para bisitahin ang church doon. The main church. After that, uh, he went down to Antioch to report to his home church. At doon siya nagtagal. Di natin alam kung gano'n sa katagal doon. Pagkatapos ng halos tatlong taong paglalawig at paglalakad yung kanyang second missionary tour or yung kanyang missionary journey has ended. Natapos na. Perhaps sa panahong ito na nagstay si Paul sa Antioch, he took a much needed rest to recharge and to reflect and of course to check on his physical and as well as his emotional health. Very important, no? Yung much needed rest to recharge at para makapag-reflect. I think each one of us should do this. Would you think? I think bawat isa sa atin ay mag-rest to take a break, to recharge and to reflect. Especially after nitong nakaraang very toxic na election hanggang ngayon ay doon pa rin. Take a break. Rest, recharge, and reflect. You see, Paul must have asked himself, was it worth it? Yeah, malamang, hindi naman nakasulat sa scriptures, pero when you are reflecting, when you are recharging, when you are resting, you think of what you are, your experience, mga nakaraan, and then you ask yourself, was it worth it? I guess, Nasagot ni Paul na it was worth it kasi after nung kanyang three hours, after nung kanyang rest, recharge at reflection, uh, he has gotten his senses back and aligned it to battle formation again. Because after Antioch, he went around and visited the churches kung saan yung kanilang ginawa ni Barnabas, nung kanilang first missionary journey. Pero sa puso, Ah, puso, puso, hindi rito. Puso at isipan ni Paul. Ang iniisip niya, he will be surely sent by God back to Ephesus. Yun talaga nasa isipan ni Paul na God willing, God will send me back to Ephesus. So after he went around, okay? But talking about rest, talking about recharge, talking about, talking about reflecting, Gusto ko lang magpasalamat sa inyong lahat because uh, for your prayers and your well wishes. Because I had a very, I had a simple but very meaningful 55th birthday celebration last Monday. Okay? Except dun sa nakakatakot na pag-akyat namin sa Baguio, nakita niyo yung ano ko dun, na talagang wala na ako makita, talagang kinakabahan ako. Um, last Sunday afternoon, it was, you know, everything was A-okay. Talagang okay okay siya. Especially if you have to celebrate a special day with your special one, your love of your life. You know, naman, naiba. Anong dyan siya sa harap? Anyway. And um, we had a good long walk in the beautiful Camp Jan Hay in the morning of May 16th. And we had breakfast. Accidentally, we met si Pastor Miko Ardinia. His wife, Kay, and his parents, Dr. June and Pastor Ann. Pastor Miko Ardinia is the pastor ng Alliance, uh, Angeles Alliance, Angeles City Alliance Church. Okay? And what a privilege to be prayed by Dr. June. Uh, we had breakfast and we had long conversation. We started at around 8, we ended at 9.30. Talagang 
Ang daming kwentuhan. And all I can say, mga kapatid, is that thank you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of life. Amen? The gift of life. And we drove, bumaba kami nung Tuesday, but after nung nag-meeting ako ng 11 o'clock na morning nung Tuesday, bumaba kami puntang Subic. And it was the time na yung aking ka-meeting doon sa Zoom, sa online, he reminded me about yung strat planning namin na darating nung Wednesday. So tinanong niya ako, are you going to BGC today? Kasi yung strat planning will start at 9 o'clock tomorrow, that would be Wednesday. Ang sabi ko, hindi, hindi ako bababa kasi I'm, I, my intention is to attend online via Zoom. Doon niya ako ni-remind, sabi niya sa akin, di mo ba tinignan doon sa invite? We were all required to attend in person. I said, di ko alam yun. Ha? Sino nagsabi? Sabi niya, review mo, yung, ano, review mo yung invite again and you see the details there. So tinignan ko yung invite. Ba, face to face nga pala. We were required to go there. So ang sabi ko, napaka-alanganin na kasi magagaling ka ng Baguio, didiretso ka ng Manila, napaka-nakakapagod yun. Ano yun, iba? Iba? So I answer back, I'll be driving early tomorrow morning so that I can catch up the 9 o'clock call time. So yun yung ginawa namin. Muwi kami rito, kami ni Gina. That was a Tuesday. Dumating kami Tuesday afternoon. And then the following morning, nag-drive ako kami papuntang Manila. And then for the first time in almost three years, once again, I was crisscrossing the expressway. Alam nyo kung I only had look at the schedule or the invite and look at the details of the invite, I could have just changed our itinerary. Pwede sanang doon na lang muna kami sa Tagaytay, parang Little Baguio, malamig din naman doon. Para mas malapit na lang kami papuntang BGC. But you see, I haven't seen the details. So I crisscrossed the expressway once more. Ang haba, mga kapatid. At uh, pagka tumataas na yung edad boy, you are already bang up. This bang up body can no longer take the rigors of, you know, long drives on successive days. Nung medyo bata-bata pa ako, pwede pa. Ayun ko si Brother John kung paano nagagawa yun. Kasi yung kanyang travel doon sa Europe, from Poland to wherever it is, it's so long. Talagang mahaba. And uh, I praise God for the strength that is being given to him in his work. But para sa akin, again, it was a timely reminder para sa akin to always look at the details intently. To look at the details para hindi magkaroon ka ng tamang, I mean, yung karang tamang schedule. At makita mo yung mga detalye para tamang dapat gawin. Alam nyo mga kapatid, aren't we followers of the Lord Jesus Christ should also look at the details of our own Christian walk? Do you believe that? I mean, it's very important that all of us should also look into the details of our Christian walk. Kasi alam nyo, pag hindi natin tinitingnan at hindi natin examine yung detalye ng ating Christian walk, there is a danger that we can be called incomplete and worse if we will be called as fakes. Yes, ito yung title ng ating mensahe sa umagang ito. Incomplete and fake. But before that, let us offer a prayer. Lord, magandang umaga po sa inyo. We have sung you praises. We have sung you songs, O Lord. And uh, we know, Father, that we have brought a smile in your lips. Now we are here. We are sitting down at your feet. 
Alam namin, Lord, na meron kang minsahay para sa amin. Mahingi po kami ng tawad at gawin nyo kaming karapat-dapat sa inyong presensya ngayon. And Lord, spoke to our hearts. Speak to our hearts. And we will sit down, Lord, at your feet with focus and with attention. And Lord, once more, convict our hearts, Lord, at gawin nyo po kaming karapat-dapat sa aming Christian walk. Salamat. We give you back the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So Paul was praying for God's will. And yes, indeed, God's will palik si Paul sa Ephesus. This time around, Paul was already, is, you know, he's, he's starting now to embark on his third missionary journey. Walang kasama, solo. In his first and second missionary journey, meron siyang mga kasama. This time around, in his third missionary journey, nag-iisa siya. Sayang hindi sila nagpang-abot ni Apollo sa Ephesus. Kasi nung time na yon, pagdating niya si Apollo is already in Corinth. Okay? Naalala niyo si Apollo? O si Apollos? You remember him? Uh -uh. So ito na nga, 95% is gone, only 5% is retained. Okay. Alright? Apollos. He was an eloquent, learned man of the scriptures. He was described last Sunday. And he was trained on the baptism of repentance by John the Baptist. Ito yung kanyang training. Okay? And just to be clear, yung kanyang messages, yung kanyang message was not inaccurate or hindi insincere. Yung kanyang message was just incomplete. Kulang. That's why nung makarinig si Aquila at si Priscilla sa kanya na nagsasalita doon sa synagogue, they brought him home to their house and discipled him. And they taught him about Jesus and the coming of the Holy Spirit. Tinuruan. So, dinala nila si Apollos, they led him to deeper knowledge about Jesus. Upang makilala pa ng mas malalim ang Panginoong Jesus. So that when he returned to the synagogue to speak once more, yung kanyang mensahe was already complete. You see, the scripture will tell us that the Jews were no match to his wit and to his reasons and proof that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Walang nakakapag-refute sa kanya. That's how good a public speaker, an eloquent Apollos was. Pero without Priscilla Nakila teaching him the complete story of the scripture with the Lord Jesus Christ at the center, hindi siya magiging Completo. You see, Paul, when he arrived in Ephesus, pagdating niya doon, meron siyang uling namit, meron siyang namit din doon na mga incomplete Christians. When he arrived in Ephesus, he met an incomplete Christians, 12 of them, who profess to be Christian disciples, but nakita ni Paul na merong kulang sa kanila. Something is missing in their lives. So, ang mga scholars nagsasabi na itong 12 disciples na to, 12 men na to, ay mga disciples ni Apollos. And other scholars will say, they are not, but di na natin pagtatalon yan. That's beside the point. Okay? So, ang tanong ni Paul sa kanila, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Ang tanong ni Paul, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Alam nyo, ang question na to, ang katanungan na to is very important for them to hear and for them to answer. 
And it's the same important question na bawat isa sa atin ay tanungin natin natin mga sarili. If we have received the Holy Spirit when we believed, why? Because the mark of the Holy Spirit is the necessary proof that a person is truly born again. The mark of the Holy Spirit is the necessary proof that a person is truly born again. Tandaan natin yan mga kapatid. Merong marka ang banal na Espiritu sa mga buhay natin to tell us and to tell people that we are truly born again. Okay? So, there are many examples in the scriptures about itong mga marka ng Holy, ng Holy Spirit sa mga buhay natin. So many examples, but I found one good example of this mark na na-specify ni Paul sa kanyang letter doon sa mga Romano, sa mga believers in Rome. He wrote, and I quote, in Romans chapter 8, verse 9, he said, But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. Remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. You see, this is the mark of the Spirit. There are so many marks of the Spirit, but this one has struck me so much. Kasi sabi, those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. We don't belong to Jesus Christ. And the mark of the Holy Spirit is that we are being controlled by the Holy Spirit, not by our sinful nature. Alam natin yun, yung sinful nature natin, yung lagi natin nagagawa. Gusto natin, ayaw natin gawin, pero nagagawa natin. This is what Paul mentioned in chapter 7 of Rome. Gusto kong bumait, ngunit di ko magawa. You see, I, am one, I don't want to do these things, but I keep on doing this. That's a sinful nature. And Paul is telling us that when you are controlled by the Holy Spirit, your life is controlled by the Holy Spirit, you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Alam ni Paul, ng labing dalawang ito, they were not truly converted. Hindi sila true convert Christians. Sila ay nabaptize, nabinyagan, they were very religious, they repented of their sins, but something is missing. They were incomplete. Bakit? Kasi that time that Paul asked them, they didn't even know that there was a Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit exists. Hindi nila alam. Sadly mga kapatid, this is the reality in the lives today. People, we have people just like them in the church, in the churches today. Incomplete. Mabuti na lang, wala yan sa ABCC. Amen? So lahat tayo rito, kompleto. Amen? Complete. Hopefully. So Paul, tanong sila, tinanong sila, ano bang baptism ang nareceive ninyo? Sumagot sila, ang baptism ni John the Baptist. So inexplain ni Paul sa kanila, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. Yung, yung pagsisisi. So he told, ang ginawa ni John was to tell the people to believe in the one coming after him ang Panginoong Jesus. So nung marinig nila ito mga kapatid, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So when Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. 
Again, I have to emphasize na the gift of thanks here is the same gift that was given to those 120 believers that received the Holy Spirit and they spoke in tongues in chapter 2 of Acts. Yung kanilang na-receive is the ability to speak different languages. Ibig sabihin, naiintindihan. This is the gift of tongues that they have received. They, they were able to speak other languages. Hindi yung nagsasalitang hindi mo maiintindihan. You see, God gave them this ability to send a clear signal sa mga nakatira at sa mga tao dun sa Ephesus na yung ministry ni Paul is not his own. Yung kanyang ministry is connected to the ministry that God started in Jerusalem. So yun yung purpose dun mga kapatid, to send a signal dun sa Ephesus na ang nangyayari ngayon dito sa kanila. When these people are speaking different languages, this is tied up to what happened in Jerusalem. So Paul ay hindi siya fake na evangelize. Um, okay? So take note na after nito mga kapatid, this is the last instance that this gift of tongues were recorded in the book of Acts. Hindi na siya na ulit-uli. This is the last time in the book of Acts. Wala na. To me, para sa akin, as I understand it, it was very timely and important sign. Bakit kamo? Because Ephesus is the fourth largest city of the Roman Empire. And it is where many merchants meet because Ephesus is the center of trade in Asia. It's the gateway going to Europe. Actually, ang Ephesus was called, some of them, they called, they called Ephesus as Queen of Asia Minor. And since this is the trade center, they call it the Treasure House of Asia. And it is also the home of the Pan-Ionian Games, yung unang, unang Olympics. And this is where the temple of Artemis or Diana is located. At alam nyo ba na yung temple ni Artemis is one of the seven wonders of the world? Hanggang ngayon, di na maintindihan kung paano lang na itayo yun. Kaya, wonders, seven wonders of the world. So ibig sabihin, itong lugar na to is a destination for pilgrims and tourists. Maraming tao ang nagpupunta sa Ephesus. So, yung response ng labindalawang Christian or disciples na to na sinasabi rito were just like the response of Apollos. They were teachable and they were available. Bakit kamo? Because Paul, when Paul left the synagogue, nung nag-umpisa ng maging obstinate, obstinate, alam niyang obstinate? Mas matigas pa ang ulo. I mean, obstinate is mas matigas pa sa bato. Ibig sabihin talagang wala nang pag-asa. So ito yung nangyari doon nung they were already opposing Paul again and they refused to believe and they were start they started to malign the teachings about Christ. Umalis si Paul. Ayaw na ni Paul ng gulo. Sabi niya, wag na. 3 months after umalis si Paul doon. Dinayo ko na ng gulo. Baka magulpi na naman ako diyan. So what he did, he rented a lecture the lecture house or the lecture hall of Tyrannus. Napaka Grabe tong pangalan na to, no? Tyrant siguro to. Kasi Tyrannus eh. Alam niyo yung Tyrant? Yung siya lang yung tama? Lecture house eh. So he rented that lecture hall. At kasama niya yung labing dalawa doon and many other Ephesians and they heard the lectures of Paul about Christ and salvation. 
Yung labing dalawa, they made themselves available, they made themselves teachable, and they studied with Paul daily. Daily. Grabe. So, while Paul was teaching, Jews and Greeks alike heard the good news about, the, about Christ. And the gospel movement in Ephesus gained momentum. You see? So, let us look at several lessons na matutunan natin dito, mga kapatid, sa mga to sa mga passages that we have just heard in the scriptures. And I would like you to reflect on yourselves and quietly ask yourselves if we have gotten to check the details of our Christian life. Kasi while I was studying this, alam nyo, I reflected, I, I really, tininan ko yung detalye na aking buhay kristyano. Kompleto na ba ako? Now, as we learn some of the lessons that we can learn from here, I would like you to, you know, ask yourselves quietly and, you know, to check the details of your Christian life where you are right now. You see, you can repent and be baptized but still don't have Christ in your life. Yes, this is very, very possible. You can repent, you can, you can be baptized, but the life of Christ is not visible in you. You see, because the presence of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is not visible. Ano ba yung fruit ng Spirit? What is the fruit of the Spirit? Minsan ito, meron tayong error dito, the fruits, no. The fruit of the Spirit is love. It gives birth to joy, gives birth to peace, gives birth to patience, gives birth to goodness, gives birth to faithfulness, gives birth to gentleness, and Chadan gives birth to self-control. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Think about that, mga kapatid. Ask yourselves. Ask yourselves. Belief can also be incomplete. Yung inyong paniniwala can be incomplete. It is a fact na marami ngayon ang namumuhay ng moral lives. Mas mababait pa nga sa atin. Mas obedient pa sa atin sa traffic rules. Kung asan yung pedestrian, mas tumatawid sila doon, tayo hindi. Kasi siguro incomplete pa. You see, belief can be incomplete. Many are living in their living moral lives today, mga kapatid. But the problem is that they don't have and they never have accepted the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ano ba ang katotohanan sa ating Panginoong Yesus? The truth is that He is God. Amen? Do you believe? Do you believe that? He is God. God the Son. The truth that apart from Him, there is no forgiveness of sin. Kaya maraming gumawa ng tama, uh, maging mabait, maging ano, kasi parang ito yung license ko. No! Good works. No, it's not the license. It's only the Lord Jesus Christ that can give us forgiveness of sin. The truth that He is coming again. Kaya sa logo ng Kamakop, nandun yun. Christ is King, Christ is the Savior, Healer, Sanctifier, and Coming King. The truth of His dying for our sins, namatay siya para sa ating lahat. At yung katotohanan na siya ay nabuhay ang he was resurrected from the dead. People, some people don't accept that. But they're living moral lives. 
The truth that He is the way, wala nang other way. He is the truth, wala nang ibang katutuhanan. And He is the life, wala nang ibang buhay si Panginoon Heso Christus lang. Amen? He is the life. That's why ang buhay Kristiyano, kahit mahirap, may buhay. Amen? Because what we are following is the life. Kaya tinan mo yung kapatid mo katabi. Buhay ba yan? <laughs> the truth that Jesus Christ is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. That's why salvation needs full belief in the life, death, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Full belief. Hindi pwedeng kalahati lang. Hindi pwedeng one-fourth lang. When we surrender, kinanta natin yung kanina. We surrender our lives to the Lord. When we say surrender, you give 100%. Hindi 50. 100% on a Sunday and then unti-unting nagdididak sa buong linggo pagdating ng Sabado, 5% na lang at magre-recharge na naman para maging 100 on a Sunday. No! Salvation needs full belief in the life, death, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because of this, salvation needs a decision to accept Christ or reject Him. Kaya, ang mensahe natin mga kapatid is to give them the good news. And it's up to them to make the decision to accept the Lord Jesus Christ or reject Him. Ang tanong ko, have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ? Honestly, as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. And lastly, mga kapatid, a lesson that we should learn, salvation needs protection and growth, growth through discipleship. Kailangang protektahan natin yung ating salvation through studying the Word of God, to growing, kaya nga lagi natin narinig, spiritual maturity, spiritual growth, because that's the way we protect our salvation. You see, ang discipleship, discipleship is a term, actually, na kung i-ano natin, is just learning, study, sundin. It is not only important sa mga bagong believers, it is also important, the same important, doon sa matagal nang nananampalataya. Huwag niyong isipin na matagal na kayong kristyano, na hindi niyo kinakailangang ma-disciple. This is the problem of so many churches today. That's why sa atin sa Kamakop ngayon, discipleship is being, being emphasized because it's really very important. Because this is a protection sa ating salvation. You see, Paul protected the believers by taking them out from the synagogue. Inalis ni Paul doon kasi nagkatalo-talo na sila. So he rented a place that they can continue their studies and have them developed without any disturbance and confusion. Minsan, nawawala tayo sa path of the Christian work that we have because nakukonfuse tayo sa mga naririnig natin at napapanood at napapakinggan at nababasa. That's why learning and discipleship is very important. So they have to move out para yung kanilang paglago sa spiritual na buhay at sa pagkakilala nila sa Panginoon Heso Kristo ay maging assured at maging protected. Protected. You see, in yung mga kapatid, ha? I've been emphasizing this from so many Sundays already, that Paul continued to work. Doon sa Ephesus, he is a tent maker. 
so that they can have money to pay for the rent of the lecture hall of Tyrannus. Nirenta niya eh. Di mo pwedeng gamitin libre yun. So he has to work to support. Ang ginawa ni Paul, he continued to work and he scheduled his work. Meron siyang schedule so that he can spend quality time with the new believers. Meron talagang schedule, merong intentional na schedule. You see, hindi man ito nakasulat but according to tradition, Paul must have work very early in the morning and finish at 11 o'clock in the morning. Bakit? Kasi he has to use the lecture hall of Tyrannus from 11 o'clock in the morning to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Bakit? Apparently, yung mga Ephesians, yung mga tao doon, napakahaba nung kanilang lunch time at siesta time. Alas all sinang umaga hanggang alas 4. So yung window na yan ang ginamit ni Paul to teach and to preach. Hindi kasama rito yung kanyang evening sessions doon sa mga bahay ng mga believers. You see, mga kapatid, a discipler or disciple maker is totally committed to his ministry. May commitment. A disciple maker spends his own resources to reach the lost. Parang ayaw nyo nang maging disciple maker. Parang ayaw nyo na. Kasi committed, ah, pag-commitment pinag-uusapan. And then ito pa, may gastos talaga. You know, when you are disciple maker, meron talagang gastos, but that doesn't mean to be expensive. Kasi ang kailangan mo lang talagang gawin dito, mga kapatid, a disciple maker gives his or her life to his her disciples. Time. You see, yung pera or whatever resources that you share, it can be recovered and it can be provided for. Pero yung oras, yung time na ibibigay mo, it cannot be recovered anymore. Once given, it is lost forever and you cannot recover it. Hindi mo na pwedeng, hindi mo na pwedeng i-recover. Mga kapatid, when you give your time, you are effectively giving a portion of your life. A disciple maker is giving his life to his disciple. And this is what Paul is doing. Kaya meron tayo rito, love Christ, love people, make disciples. Because this is our sole duty and responsibility. You see, when you give your time to a certain individual, you are giving a part of your life to him or to her. You see, ano bang dapat gawin ng disciple? Ano bang dapat nating gawin kung tayo yung dinidisciple? A disciple makes himself or herself available. Yun lang. Make yourself available. Intentional. Intentional na you make yourself teachable. Kasi ito yung pagtinuturuan ay walang mga negative na iniisip kundi nandun yung desire to learn. You see in our class do sa diploma for Christian vocation I have classmates there that are very accomplished in their work in their area in their career some of them are doctors some of them are lawyers some of them are engineers kasama ako doon but yung heart for them to learn is there Na amis ako sa mga buhay 17 of us 
and there's another bots that is coming after us. Because they have heard a good feedback. You see, a disciple also gives his or her life to his her disciple maker. So, the disciple, the disciple maker gives his life. The disciple also gives his or her life. Anong ibig sabihin nun? The discipler and the disciple, they work together and they learn together and each one effectively disharpen its other. Anong yun? Hinahasa ang bawat isa. The disciple maker strengthen and broaden his learning as he teach and the disciple grows and develops to be a discipler in the future. The question na tatanong natin sa ating mga sarili ngayon mga kapatid is this. Have we really given our lives to the Lord? Are we honestly committed to grow and develop as followers of Christ? Kasi kung hindi natin ito gagawin, we will remain incomplete. We will remain incomplete. Have we really given our lives to the Lord? Are we honestly committed to grow and develop as followers of Christ? So Paul continued teaching for two years in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. God also did extraordinary miracles through him. Yung nabasa kanina, merong extraordinary miracles. Alam nyo kung ano yung mga miracles na yun? Yung mga panyo na ginagamit ni Paul while siya ay nagtatrabaho, kasi siyempre tent maker, meron siyang dalang apron at may panyo na pang pampunas ng pawis. Yung mga panyo na yun, ewan ko kung ano ginagawa ng ibang tao, siguro sinisikwat nila, dinidikwat, at pag nahawakan nila, aba, ang lahat ng nakakahawak na may sakit, gumagaling. Amazing. Extraordinary miracle. Yung nakakahawak sa apron ni Paul, gumagaling. And even, and even, the, even the evil spirits, they, they run away, kumakaripas ng takbo, natatakot. Miracles. Minsan ito yung hinihintay natin, no? Walang milagro nangyayari. Pero you see, mga kapatid, a word of caution, though. Miracles do not have power to save sinners. Miracles cannot save us. Miracles cannot save you. Miracles cannot save anybody. Miracles only happen when they are tied with the message of the Word of God. Kung ano yung naririnig na tama ang salita ng Panginoon, miracles happens there. Ngayon sa pagkakataong ito may gustong gumaya. Mga anak daw sila ni Seba, Eskeba. Gusto silang gayahin. Acts chapter 19 verse 13 says, they went around driving out evil spirits. They tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon possessed and they would say, in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Hala. Mga anak ni Eskeba, si Eskeba is a priest. Pero sa isang pagkakataon, yung evil spirit that they wanted to drive out from a person countered them and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know about, but who are you? Sa term natin ngayon, who you? Sino ka? Hindi kita kilala. Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Warning. Even the devil, even the demons know who the Lord Jesus Christ is. Kaya ang sabi niya, who are you? Tinanong niya sila, yung, yung, yung pito. Alam nyo, sinong gaban yung pito nung taong sinapian ng evil spirit? Dinaig niya sila lahat. 
hinubaran at lahat sila isugatan, kumaripas ang takbo at palayo at tumakas sa bahay ng sinapian. Imagine that. Pito sila, iisang tao lang na sinapian ng, ng demonyo. All of them were scared to death, ran away, away from that home. Alam niyo, mga anak ni Skeba, they were fakes. Kasi even direktahang sabihin na in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, mayroon pang sinabi, in the name of Jesus that Paul says, they were fakes. Hindi totoo. Akala nila pwede nilang paglaruan at gamitin ng basta-basta ang pangalan ng Panginoong Yesus. What happened was that when this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Wow! Dahil dito, mga kapatid, marami sa mga mananampalataya na lihim na mga magician din pala. May mga mananampalataya ang magician. nyo ha? Umamin sila na meron din pala silang mga practices na taliwas doon sa kanilang mga naririnig or yung mga itinuro ni Paul sa kanila for two years. Habang they were learning, they were keeping it to themselves. May mga mananampalataya palang peke din. They were been hearing all these lectures, they were hearing all about the Lord Jesus Christ, but they were keeping something in their lives. So nung makita na ito, lahat sila ay natakot. You see what happened? Many of those who believe now came and openly confessed what they had done. This is the real repentance. Many of those who believe now came and openly confessed what they have done. Talagang inamin nila kung anong kanilang ginawa. Sa takot nila mga kapatid, isinurender nila lahat ng kanilang mga sorcery books. At sinunog in the presence of the public. Yung kanilang mga pinangahawakan, sinunog nila publicly. Tingnan nyo ha. Hindi nila ipinamigay. Sinunog. Hindi nila pinamigay kasi on their hearts, in the hearts of hearts, ayaw nilang madamay pa yung iba at ma-influence at makabasa pa nung kanilang mga pinagtataw. That's why all of them were so afraid. Alam niyo ang sabi ni Luke dito, kanyang sinulat, ang halaga ng mga libro yun, na libro yun, na mga libro na yun ay 50,000 drachmas. Ang isang drachma ay may katumbas na halaga ng isang buong araw na sahod. Kung compute natin ngayon sa minimum wage dito sa Sambales, mga kapatid, ang halaga ng mga libro yun ay katumbas ng 25 million pesos. Nung mga librong sinunod. You see, when you surrender something, it costs you. It will cost you. Ito sila, sinurender nila, alam nila na it will cost them 25 million pesos ang equivalent nun sa, sa panahon natin ngayon. Mga kapatid, meron pa ba kayong hindi na isusurrender sa Panginoon? Sa time na to? Sana, wala kayong mga libretang tinatago mga libretang binabasa, mga orasyon. Sana, wala nang nakalagay sa mga bewang ninyo. Ano yan? Mayroong bala. Mayroon pang mga ganon. 
Buti na lang, wala niyang sa ABCC. Amen? Yung tumatahimik na hindi nagsasabi ng amen, meron yan sa bewang niya. You see, but there is the question. Do you still have something in your hearts today that you haven't surrendered to the Lord yet? Something na ikaw lang yung nakakaalam. Something na you've been living a Christian life, but actually you are not. You are a counterfeit Christian. Meron ba? Think about that, mga kapatid. It's a question. And I would like you to think about that quietly in your, in your quiet time and confess that and surrender that to the Lord. Alam nyo kasi yung mga believers that were described in verse 18, they kept on coming. They kept on confessing. They kept on disclosing. They kept on coming. Nagkasana ako rito. They kept on confessing. Meron pa ako nito. They kept on disclosing. Ang ito meron pa rin. I will burn this down. Alam nyo, after this, what happened when they confessed everything, mga kapatid? In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grow in power. Acts chapter 19, verse 20. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grow in power. Alam nyo ba, mga kapatid, what made this possible? Bakit naging posible na Nang, ang, ang salita ng Panginoon, they spread widely at merong daladalang kapangyarihan. Dalawang bagay lang. Una, the powerful witness of the believers as they go place to place. Yung kanilang buhay, powerful na witness yun. And of course, the special miracles that God did through Paul. One of the most important lessons that we have learned so far sa ating pag-aaral sa Book of Acts is that ang bawat mananampalataya is empowered when he or she receives the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit in his life. This is one, the most important lesson that we have learned because pag you have received, if as a believer and a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and you have received the Holy Spirit, you are empowered. No wonder na ang the book of Acts is also called the book of the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Kasi all throughout from chapter 1 hanggang dito sa chapter 20, chapter 19 ngayon mga kapatid, it's the Holy Spirit working in their lives. That's why we have to be complete. We should not be fake. The Holy Spirit makes us complete and makes us a real follower of Christ. This is the reason why the Lord Sinabihan yung kanya mga disipulo, yung kanya mga apostles to wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. Actually, ang kanyang description sa Holy Spirit is the helper. He's the one who will help us to fight our sinful nature. Ang sabi ng Panginoong Jesus, He will convict us of our guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. At lahat ng magre-respond doon sa conviction na yan brings them to salvation. Real salvation. Because the Holy Spirit is the revealer of truth. Ang sabi ng Panginoong Isus sa kanila in John 16 verse 13, When He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth. When He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all the truth. 
Can we bow down our heads in prayer? Let us ask the Lord to help us check our spiritual lives if meron pa bang kulang. Is there still lacking in our lives today, in our spiritual lives today? Mga kapatid, if you feel you are still incomplete, ask the Lord today, now, to complete you by receiving the Holy Spirit today. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come, flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence. Let us become more aware of your presence, O Holy Spirit, and let us experience the glory of your goodness. There's nothing worth more that would ever come close. No thing can compare. Your The sweetest of love Where my heart becomes free And my chain is undone Your presence, Lord Holy Spirit, you are
Let us all stand up po and let us please sing this doxology. <laughs> 